Sinister Junk Mail. I'm Kate Lassay. I'm Susie Turner. <laughs> Susie Turner. <laughs> Have I already told you that whenever I'm testing out our equipment, I sit down at my mic and I'm like, welcome to Sinister Junk Mail. I'm Kate Lassay. And then I go over to yours. And I go, and I'm Susie Turner. You have. And <laughs> I want to stop. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, tonight <laughs> we are actually recording in a different area. Welcome to our pretend closet studio. What's interesting about this closet is... um, <laughs> I don't know where you're going this, but I'm here for the ride. You'll know what I'm talking about. Okay. We had a girls night up here. I don't know why. we We were sitting up here drinking wine or something and just chatting yeah and not no, even in the chairs on the floor we were on the floor because yeah. that's what you do i guess so yeah and um no one else was home mm-hmm. and we heard music playing and of course we went to investigate and it stopped playing yeah it sounded like it was coming from like the air ducts yeah it was very very creepy so mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe just maybe we'll catch something i hope so you know even just today Olive was downstairs by herself for a while while I was up here. All of us were up here and Coco was napping. So we were all trying to be quiet. And she kept coming up here and being like, Mom, I'm hearing music coming from the playroom. No. Yeah. And she's the only one down there. And I'm like, it's probably nothing. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's probably nothing other than like the three people that got murdered. (laughs) Well, today... Tonight, it's tonight when we're recording today when everybody hears it, but we're talking about haunted hotels. That didn't sound like great, but I loved it. It was good. (laughs) I was trying to set the mood. This is the kind of um, sound effects I expect you to bring. Shitty ones. Your A game. (laughs) I'm like the C squad. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only squad I want to be on, so it's fine. Yeah, we're going to talk about, obviously not all of them, because there's so fucking many. And I'll just start by saying that old ass America is rife with haunted hotels. Oof. Every time I travel to any city, especially particularly old cities, I always try to find like the creepiest, oldest place to stay. If you visit websites like TripAdvisor or Expedia, you can just even looking through their reviews, you'll find at least a dozen different people talking about experiences, paranormal experiences they had. Really? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So we're going to talk about some of these hotels that I visited personally. And we're going to talk about some that I have not, but that have great stories behind them. We're going to be talking about Chateau Marmont, which is in Los Angeles. Okay, It's like a super fucking old, awesome, creepy ass hotel. The fun fact about this is it not only does it have like a shit ton of weird hauntings, but it also has like a ton of fun celebrity scandals. So we got a couple things to bring to the table with that. We're also talking about the Marshall House, which is in Savannah, Georgia, which I've stayed at and I have a story personally. Oh, I can't wait. I've oh, heard so about good. this one. It's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it the one that, um, oh God, I'm turning into Kate. I'm going to spoil it. <laughs> nah, it's it was fine. used for like two hospitals yes. or something. Yeah, yeah okay. it was. What's the other one that we're talking about? Oh, in New Orleans, we're talking about the Hotel Monteleon, which Ooh. is in the heart of the French Quarter in New Orleans. That sounds really fancy. It's really cool. Um, I've I visited there. I visited like the restaurant and bar. I did not spend the night in there. I like to find the really haunted ones. I like staying at the Hilton. Yeah, where I know everything's going to be fresh and clean. Yes. I want to know that not only might I find a ghost in my room, but perhaps like some clipped toenail remains. Bed bugs. Yeah, bed bugs. Sheets that haven't been washed in decades. Exactly. That's how you know you're getting like to the good stuff. The ghosts will be there. You gotta like remove the sheet and just crust. (laughs) Gross. 
I don't you know. You don't want to take a black light into those rooms. That's for sure. You don't do that with anything because not even no. hotels. No, not even the nice ones. No, because mm. they don't wash the damn top comforter. It's so gross. Oh. I take like the top comforter and I throw it on the ground. Oh my God. You're like one of those. You okay. know me. I won't even drink. Like I'm very weird. Don't, yeah. I don't want to drink after other people. If you, someone takes a bite out of my sandwich, I'm like, it's that's yours, yours now. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think like one of the first few times we were hanging out, I was like trying to get you to chase like a drink that I had. You're like, yeah. I'm okay. I'm no, like, why do you want to try that? Oh, you're, you're a germ person. Yeah. Well, okay. I think my first question was, did you already drink out of it? And she was like, well, of course I just took a sip and I was like, no, thank you. As if I have some like communicable terminal illness that you're going to catch by Mostly. just like having one sip of my drink. <laughs> I deal with everybody. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Except your own kids, but that's fine. Yeah. But I, I, I like, they came out of like, you know, yeah. like the birthing canal. <laughs> they did. They're basically an extension of you. So, yeah. Well, yeah. with the crusty sheets, then, you know, even though the Chateau Marmont in California, those rooms go for like, I want to say upward of like $800 a night. And that shit is old as fuck. You're probably going to find crusty sheets in there. I will show you pictures later. But I looked online at this place and none of this shit has been like renovated since like probably the 60s. Ew. The I wouldn't pay that much. bathrooms are very old looking. I'm like, th- this like Lana Del Rey singing about it sounds so glamorous. She's going to go get wasted with her whatever sugar daddy in this song singing about the Chateau Marmont. I'm like, these have got to be some banging ass bathrooms because she's talking about the bathroom and like putting it on whatever. And I look at them and it's like this 50s like housewife, like unscrubbed tub Ew. with like a little sink next to it. It's not very cute. So she gets in the tub to do the dirty and just like contracts every fucking <laughs> disease possible. Or like leaves some there for others. Oh, also oh, in the tub is crusty. Yeah. Have you heard this? Sorry, this is terrible. This is super off topic, but have you ever seen that YouTube video? Where like it's like this super southern woman and she's talking about her wet spot and she's like, oh god, she's like, you see that spot over there? That's me. I squirted. Oh no, it's terrible. But um, I'm not seeing that. You should. And when you said something about her leaving behind something immediately, oh, and she's missing a tooth. Oh yeah. And so immediately okay. my brain went to like this woman. All right. Well, you're gonna have to show me that video later. I have not seen that. Okay. Um, I'm a little scared to see that. Oh, but. It sounds like something I probably need to see. You do. Yeah. So it's well, it's not that. It's not that. No, <laughs> it's like they look clean enough. But how clean can you really get something that's like 60, 70 years old? You I don't know? know. Can't have new and old at the same time. Hmm. So, yeah, the Chateau Marmont, that's the first one we're going to talk about. Okay. It's located on the Sunset Strip, right in Hollywood, West Hollywood, California. It was built in 1929 and it was loosely modeled after a another building in France called the Chateau d'Amboise. This architect came, built it, whatever. And it was supposed to be apartments first originally. So it's like elite, you know, upper class people. And it was great because okay, so like, we wouldn't have been invited. No, we definitely not would have not been invited there. That's upsetting. I know. I yeah. would have been like hoping to like meet somebody who lived there so I could go hang out there. Okay. Yeah. So it was like perfectly located close enough to like business area, but also far enough away to offer like quiet and, you know, privacy and stuff. So it was like a super coveted place to live. So thanks to the Great Depression, the building did not last long as an apartment complex. The rent was too high and people just like could not keep up with their commitments. Everyone was poor, I guess. Even the rich people got poor. Whatever. What are you (laughs) going to do? I I didn't mean to giggle. I like imagine (laughs) like the rich people and not getting like 
actually poor. Yeah. They were they're middle um, class and they're like, they're, I don't know how we're doing it these we days. We have to live in a regular apartment now. We don't get to like wipe our tears with $100 bills anymore. Right. And they're yeah. like, we walk in and there's no one to serve us. Yeah. And there's like a poor, sad little like homeless kid next to him. And they're just like, get off my street when they pass them. They're looking you know? at them and they're like, I know how you feel. Yeah. They totally are trying to relate. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Definitely. That sounds like a, something a celebrity would do. Right? Yeah. There's a celebrity that always tries to like be super relatable. I'm just like everybody else. Well, is it Jennifer Lawrence? No. Oh, she's she, oh too, God. She I'm a regular has, person. She has blonde hair. I'll think of it. But she like decided to go on like food stamps. No. Kind of. And not like really just on it. See. And then she went out and like bought all like the really expensive sh- shit. And she was like, it just couldn't get me very far. Oh yeah. Because you're God. trying to buy like fucking caviar and like crab legs still. You stupid People on bitch. food stamps are not buying name brand stuff. Like, no. <laughs> come on. But that's what I'm en- envisioning I with really these people. I really need to know who that is now. So we're going to look of that it. up later. Yeah. Okay. So the place was no longer an apartment complex. In 1931, it was sold for $750,000, which is roughly $14.5 million in today's money. Okay, damn. I was I like, know. what? So even back then, that's like quite a lot yeah. for the time. It was converted into a hotel, which opened to the public soon after. It was designed and constructed to be earthquake proof, and it survived like major earthquakes in California. Five of them, to be Five exact. Them. <laughs> yes, without suffering <laughs> any major like structural issues, whatever. And it also served... As an air raid shelter for local residents during World War II. Okay, that's pretty cool. It's a rich history. So you can see how all these ghosts would just like flock to it, apparently. I have no idea what you're talking about. What? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay, so we talked about how it's like not only haunted, but it's like a breeding ground for like celebrity scandal. It's great. So I'm just going to tell you a few of them because they're fun. So John Bonham... The drummer for Led Zeppelin. Okay. He allegedly drove a Harley motorcycle through the lobby of the hotel. What? That was one of the shenanigans. And how uh, how <laughs> drunk was he? Probably fucking very, you know? Uh, Lindsay Lohan was permanently banned from the hotel <laughs> after she racked up a $46,000 bill that she failed to pay. Uh, what? Is this surprise you, though? No. Yeah, but no. it's crazy, right? I can't imagine racking that up. No, like, what are you fucking buying for $46,000? I'm assuming a lot of really expensive champagne and caviar. I Definitely. Don't... And cigarettes. They even wrote, like, trashy shit, too. Ugh, gross. Yeah, you know, it's great. But, yeah, because a lot of these celebrities stay there, like, long term. They'll do, like, a short stint or they'll, like, move in for a few months if they feel like it. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Weird. So back in 2007, when poor Britney Spears was going through her crisis, it was very sadly public. She got kicked out of the hotel's restaurant because she started smearing food all over her face. Again, probably was either on something (laughs) or drunk, right? I didn't mean to laugh. It's a little endearing. I don't know. I don't hate it. (laughs) We've all been in a bad, shitty position. Yeah. Except that's like the least egregious thing that somebody could have done, you know? Oh, yeah. Except like I I don't have any like good stories of like, you know, expensive places. Like, yeah. I've almost been kicked out of a Mexican restaurant. Mexican food. Yeah. That's when I hear it, how you said it in our episode. Because that's the best. I always hear it in my head like Good. that now. It's so funny. Good. Yeah. Almost though. Almost. Okay. But yeah. not fully. No. I don't know I've, if I've ever been kicked out of a place that I can remember. I've almost gotten kicked out of a hotel. It was college. <laughs> I was wild. And I bet you like would have if you weren't so charming. You know, you just like talked him off the ledge. I don't. So college. I don't remember. I was so drunk. Oh, yeah. God. 
and again, I'm going to derail us again. But there was at one point on that trip, I think it was like day one and it was like hour one. So I don't oh know how I was able to get tipsy within like minutes. But we were on like the seventh floor and I was like, we opened, I opened the windows and started mm-hmm. like throwing chips out the window and the <laughs> seagulls were coming in flocks and like eating the chips midair. You yeah. were just wanting to watch the seagulls eat the chips I was like, I went to feed one and I was oh, no. drunk me. It was like, this would be so funny. Oh my and then God. there was like a hundred. Seagulls are fucking vicious. I know. Too. I, I know. They were very upset with you. Who? The hotel oh, people. Oh, I don't know Everybody. if they noticed. Who the hell knows? I don't know. But there was <laughs> a lot so of funny. them and I was just like throwing everything we had out the oh window. Oh my God. So not only were you like attracting these horrible seagulls, but you're wasting everyone's food too. I know, but ev- wow. like my friends were drunk too. So everyone's laughing. There's videos. Like, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. and it sounds like nobody was really hurt yeah. in the process. I'm a fun drunk. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 That's not that bad. It's not like you're breaking shit or like, no. you know, disrupting other people's no. whatever. But my point being is I've never been to somewhere fancy and gotten like yeah. almost kicked out how many fancy places have we been oh damn i think i almost got kicked out of the melting pot too okay <laughs> the fact that that was on your fancy list is just my favorite thing ever right now i love this oh my god all right gotta hear it <laughs> that one wasn't my fault no it was drunk me coming out but it was because drunk me befriended another couple and then on the way like and I was like, come, we have reservations. It's gonna be yeah. so much fun. And then on the way there, like the wife, I didn't realize, like, uh, oh. like I think she like blacked out drunk. Yeah. And by the time I got to the restaurant, she was like belligerent and like thought like we were all really close because why would yeah, why, why would, would you, you go come to dinner with, like a couple? Oh my god, <laughs> I remember I'm the worst. This story now. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my and, and then you're stuck there. You're like stuck there with this fucking crazy ass drunk lady. We were stuck there. And then they ended up taking us to a back room because oh that was the, the manager came out and was like, um, guys, yeah. Yeah. can you um come with me or we're going to have to like <laughs> escort you out? And yeah. it was like, even drunk me went like, oh, I'm not even the problem this time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it wasn't you who got kicked out of the fancy melting pot. <laughs> Is it almost, I guess it was somebody else. <laughs> I love that. That's so fucking funny. That's not quite the same as Brittany. Did she, did she spread or did she smear food on her face? The drunk lady? No. Oh, no. She was just loud. Oh my God. Oh man. She was saying my fucking nightmare. Shit. My husband is so reserved. Like yeah. I, you know him mm. and you know me. Yep. I'm clearly like the problem. <laughs> and <laughs> he was so like to this yeah. day, if you say the melting pot, it like triggers him. <laughs> That's <laughs> so funny. And I haven't lived it down. Like we walked out and he was like, we had to lose the couple because they like wanted to keep hanging out. Oh, and Mike no. at this point was like, I swear to God, <laughs> this is why I don't talk to anyone. This is exactly my nightmare. This is why Mike doesn't talk to anyone. I can't but blame me. Him. I just want to make friends with everybody. Let's yeah. be friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you end up at the fancy melting pot getting kicked out, almost kicked out because yeah. that bitch was drunk as hell. I know. I would. I don't know what I would do. Like, she was so drunk. I sobered up. Oh, man, that's even worse. It was because I was yeah. drinking moonshine. Oh, my God. What the fuck? How did you even meet? OK, I don't know. What I f- met them at the moonshine bar. <laughs> whole bar for moonshine it was and you guys went, was a dis- you know what we deserve a fancy dinner after it was this a moonshine distillery okay pot it is it was <laughs> <laughs> distill- i didn't even know those existed they do that's yeah. um moonshine is gross this moonshine wasn't i don't know if i believe you it was good 
did you taste it? Did it have a taste? Or oh, we were you did just a, drunk by the time you started drinking no, it. No, we did a moonshine tasting where oh. we tried twenty like five different flavors of moonshine. Is it not just like gross ass grain alcohol. No, no. What is you moonshine? haven't had good moonshine then. Isn't that what it is? I've had no? like a legal, or I'm yeah, sorry, like legged um, made in your fucking shed moonshine. And that I've shit's, had that too. But like, no, I've that had might be apple my pie experience with moonshine. Yes, I've, I've had apple it. pie, homemade moonshine. <gasps> oh, that, that shit was kind of good. So smooth mm. that if you didn't know it was moonshine, you could have drank the whole thing and then oh, you'd just real, be dead. You'd be dead. Yeah. Anyway, huh. I digress. I've I never been anywhere fancy. That sounds good. Yeah. Well, a melting pot. <laughs> I'm forever. This is a joke now. I love it. <laughs> Take you out to a fancy restaurant. Yes. The melting, the melting pot, pot is great. I love the melting pot. I wouldn't necessarily categorize it as fancy, but it's like not shitty, you know? Okay. Well, my standards are real fucking low. Okay. Mexican food. Mexican food. <laughs> All right. So poor Britney Spears. Yeah. May her days never look like that again. No. Um, Heath Ledger was also filmed snorting cocaine at a party at this hotel. Interesting. And last on the list that I have here for this, John Belushi, member yeah. of the Blues Brothers. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do know. I do know. Who you're oh, talking my God. About. That's funny because I didn't realize that's who I was talking about when I wrote it down. I mean, I, I did after I read that. Now but I'm like, John Belushi, why myself? do I know his name? No, it is. It's the Blues Brothers guy. Okay. I'm just saying, like, I didn't realize it until I started researching. Okay. I guess I just didn't know his name. Okay. Knows? I knew the name John Belushi. I shouldn't connect it with the whole Okay. Anyway, irrelevant. Uh, he died of <laughs> a drug overdose. He, did he die of a drug overdose at the hotel? That was a terrible three. Can I just say <laughs> that when you laughed, I know it was the worst fucking time. I'm so sorry. It really was. Poor, may he rest in peace, John Belushi. He died in Bungalow Three, shooting up heroin and cocaine, a mixture, Holy aka shit. a speedball. Yeah, it was rough. That sounds like not even enjoyable. No. And the reason I'm bringing him into the list is not only because that's fucking crazy, but also he is one of the ghosts on our list. (gasps) No way. It's pretty interesting. I want to say it's cool, but it's not because he died of a drug overdose. Yeah, it's fucked. That sucks. But the ghost of John Belushi has been reportedly seen by numerous guests, including the political satirist Al Franken, who I know because I've read his books. He's quite funny, but he was friends with John Belushi. And okay. oh, and he's also a self-proclaimed skeptic of this kind of stuff. He doesn't believe ghosts, whatever. And but, so I usually take people that are more skeptical. Yeah, I take them more seriously. For sure. The thing that kind of puts me off about this is that he stayed in the same exact room a week after the incident took place. One week. Oh, that makes me feel weird. It's yeah. I don't. Mm. That's kind of a lot, right? It is. But I mean, I also think everyone grieves differently. Exactly. You and don't so, know what you do. You don't. Yeah. As much as I want to be like, uh, fuck this. I know. But maybe he's just like, I miss my friend. This is the last place he was. And this is how I can get close to him one last time. Yeah. I can't judge. You know, the body, bodily fluids are still leaked on the carpet. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But the crust on these sheets are from, well, my friend. Yeah. At least the crust was from his friend this time. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so he stayed in the room a week later. Okay. And he slept like shit while he was there. Interesting. Like fitful sleep the whole night. He woke up in the middle of the night to see an apparition standing over him. Ooh. Who he presumed was his friend John. Okay. So he reached for his glasses to like get a better look, you know, but by the time he looked back, the figure had disappeared, but he assumed that it was John Belushi there. Just like, I'm still here, you know, whatever. Oh, wow. Don't be sad. 
Yeah, it's and like I have friends who have had like very close friends pass away, away. and they've mentioned, you know, feeling like that the that person's like presence was like around, like their spirit was around shortly after death and I we talked about this recently. Yeah. I totally believe that, you know, people want to make sure their loved ones are like not struggling or worried or sad. They want to try to comfort them. So maybe, you know, that's what was going on there. I believe it. Yeah, I do too. So in 1999, a family temporarily moved into the bungalow where John Belushi died. So they were just living there temporarily while their house was being renovated. It was just like some rich ass couple with a child who apparently can afford to stay in this fancy ass hotel like long term. I was going to say like this seems well, okay, And not just a guest room, but like the bungalow. Those are like the expensive suites, you know, they're not going to the melting pot thinking that shit's (laughs) fancy. (laughs) So the family's two year old son was often found like laughing and giggling by himself. Oh, my God. Which we know is really creepy. It's so creepy. Yeah. When his parents would ask him what he was laughing at, he would always say the funny man. And then one day when his mother was like leafing through the through a book of the hotel's like previous guests. The toddler pointed to a photo of John Belushi and said, the funny man, like all <gasps> excitedly, like pointed him out. No. Isn't that crazy? And I mean, again, I, it's, a, it's a child. Yeah. He's two years old. He doesn't fucking know. No. Like those are the, no probably idea. the only three words he knows. Yeah. You know, like maybe mom or whatever. That, yeah. Some cuss words <laughs> yeah. along the way. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, but I love that story. I thought that was super interesting. That is really interesting. And also, like, it makes me feel good that his ghost is, like, trying to make a little boy laugh. Yeah. And he's not, like, upset. You know what I mean? I think that's sweet. It is sweet. So, yeah, there's obviously other ghosts there. One of the other ones is of a German-American photographer named Helmut Newton. Okay. So, in 2004, he lost control of his Cadillac while he was driving back to the hotel, and he crashed into the wall of the driveway. Oh, shit. He was killed instantly. Oh, my God. Yeah. But many hotel residents claim to have seen his ghost wandering around the hotel's bungalows, like looking dazed and confused, like he hit his head, sometimes bleeding, you know? Wow. And others have said that they've heard like a click of a camera while they've been like lounging at the pool. Which just be like a creep. (laughs) It's just a creep in the bushes. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, some people have seen him apparently, like his ghost wandering around. I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Also, I said making love. And after I said that, I like hated oh it. Oh my God. I didn't even realize you making said that. love. That's the grossest way to say it. Well, they were fucking. Yeah. yeah they I don't were know. fucking making okay. love. Wow. I don't know. I can't believe you said that. That's, that's weird. Sh- right? That's actually shocking for someone who hates like meat cutes. I know. Rom-coms. So usually when I say making love, it's, it's because I'm mockery. being just gross and like, <laughs> I think I'm being like really funny. Yeah. Yeah. But it's always just kind of a little like barfy. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'd never mean it seriously no, until just who then. Does that? I don't know. That's funny, I just though. would like to um officially apologize, apologize <laughs> for my disgusting fucking behavior. I think you owe us like an apology song. Can you make one up on cue? Give me an S. S. <laughs> that was a solid effort on your part. Thank you. <laughs> Give me the O. Oh, you're gonna keep going. Yeah. Come on, the O. Yeah, I got it. Oh. Making love. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So aside from the uh, pervy ghost in the bushes, <laughs> other guests have also claimed to have seen the ghosts of Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers dancing in the hotel's lounge. Wow. Isn't that cool? Did they die there? Uh, No, but I think they spent a lot of time there. I 
feel like they had an affair there and I didn't write that down. Okay. We'll just assume. Yeah. I'm just going to assume anyone in Hollywood's fucking each other. Probably. How could you not? How could you not? How could you not? I'm just saying you go work on a movie and you're like, we got to get romantic and have the chemistry. You can always tell when somebody's like having an affair by the chemistry on on screen. That's fair. You know that they say that we have great chemistry, Kate. They are on to something. Uh Uh-oh. I don't know what I just did with my shoulders. I'm not sure either, <laughs> but I hated it. <laughs> if that's how you look when you're flirting, please fucking stop. I don't know how to flirt. How I got two guys to marry me, I'll never know. It's um, amazing. <laughs> so some guests have also made complaints of hearing like noisy laughter and clinking glasses. But when staff has like gone to check it out, there's been nothing there. Interesting. So, I don't know if it's the same couple there. Maybe. Yeah. That's all the stories I wrote down for the Chateau the sh- Marmont. The whole episode. Yeah, we're <laughs> done now. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's more, but for the sake oh, of sure. time yeah. and, you know, to keep things moving along, that's all I got for that one. But okay. I really do want to stay there someday, just once, in their dirty ass old rooms. Maybe we'll go one day. I'm sure their rooms are actually like very clean and nice, but they can't, they are old. There's no way around that. All right. So on to New Orleans. Oh, I... Yeah. I'm ready for this one. New I feel Orleans. like New Orleans is just in general has so much history. It does. But it has it. to be creepier. Yeah. And like the whole like voodoo stuff, like Marie Laveau. I know. And the whole like crazy bitch, like what was her name? Uh, Madame LaLaurie, who like was notorious for like fucking doing terrible things to the people who worked for her. You don't know her stories, do you? That will be another no. episode. We will do Madame LaLaurie in another episode because okay. she was a fucking nightmare yeah anyway so personally i have been to new orleans twice and i loved it both times you know how many times i've been zero oh that's unfortunate it is you know we'll go there sometime <gasps> when we do our haunted hotel tours oh my god yeah so kate and i have been talking about maybe staying at a ho- like some of the haunted hotels mm-hmm. and we actually have a local haunted hotel that i really really want to stay at we will too i have stayed there previously for a job i used to have and it is definitely haunted um, I didn't put that on this list. I almost did, but I didn't. And I'm okay. going to save it for another episode. That's why. I'm excited about staying there, but I have thought about it. It's the Partridge Inn, by the way, in Augusta. Yeah, but I've thought about it. And mm-hmm. I think I'm going to drive you insane. For staying there? Yeah. Why? Because I'm like, so jumpy. Scared? Yeah. Oh, no, it'll be fun. Okay. I, I'm going to be ready. Just, I'm going to be the one that like, grabs you and you're going to like shit your pants. Great. It's going to be great. So I do this great. thing when I get really scared, like really scared is I will like grab you so hard you're going to lose feeling in your arms. <laughs> Great. This or sounds so fun. When I get like really worked up, like immediately I just like have to hit something. So it's gonna be great. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay, you're like a reflexive hitter. Yes. Excellent. Okay, great. Great. That's and it's be never really on fun. purpose. It'll be like me turning at you and like screaming, but it'll like be like a soft like bah! Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't cut off like circulation, I think it's okay. We'll see what right? happens. Yeah. So the first hotel I'm gonna talk about in New Orleans is the Hotel Monteleon. Okay. I like I said, I've not stayed there, but I visited. They have an amazing bar right in the front of the hotel when you walk in it's a carousel it's literally called the carousel bar and lounge no. you sit down and the chairs rotate around the bar it's i bought i got That's pictures really cool we're gonna share them on our page it is fucking rad i visited the city with my one of my best actually dr daddy and i took dr. a visit there daddy yeah like 10 years ago i want to say okay. and um we got to hang out there. it was really fucking rad that like, sounds awesome yeah we have to go there okay we really do you could you'd love it okay um so anyway the whole downstairs of this lobby, it's so gorgeous. But of course, like any haunted hotel, its past is a little shady and sordid. 
It's history, I guess I should say. Yeah. In 1880, a shoe cobbler named Antonio Monteleone made his way from Sicily to the United States. And he bought this small hotel in New Orleans, which was called then the Hotel Monteleone. And it's on, yeah, it's on the corner of Royal Street, which is right downtown in the French Quarter. Okay. New Orleans, you know exactly where that is. (laughs) You don't, but. (laughs) Yeah. If you've you've been well-traveled. Yeah. That's not even what I meant, but you yeah. got to see this city. She's such a bitch. You know, the best part about New Orleans is that you can just be walking, having a great time and just enjoying the beauty. And then all of a sudden, a you homeless just, like, guy just gets pisses on your foot. <laughs> yeah. Or it just smells like fucking rank because the sewers, the old ass underground sewers yeah. are still running through. Or you step in a pile of horse shit. Like it goes from pretty to bad in a second. See, I've heard that. I've mm-hmm. heard that, um, especially after like Mardi Gras, yeah. the night starts off so strong. And then like the next morning, it just smells like piss and vomit I everywhere. It's so bad. But I want to go. I would never go to Mardi Gras. Oh I my God, no. I want to so go. Much anxiety. I couldn't do it. There's way too many people. I always go when it's like no one there. I want to go at least one time. I don't know if I would. I like going when it's off because you can actually do stuff and see stuff and you don't feel yeah. like a major tourist, you know? That's fair. I might be too old. I don't know. Are yeah. you ever too old for Mardi Gras? Ask the 50-year-old grandma who's like showing her tits right now. Right. She's not too old Kate, for it. Am I too old for Mardi Gras? <laughs> you're not too old for Mardi Gras. I don't think I'm too old for Mardi Get Gras. It. You're the 50-year-old exactly. showing her tits. And I... I wouldn't do it, but that's because I have social anxiety. Okay. It looks like fun. It if looks I like could a lot of fucking fun. around people, I would do it. Okay. In a heartbeat. So the Hotel Monteleon is one of the very few, like, still longstanding family-owned hotels in America. This hotel has expanded five times since its original inception. Another fun tidbit of history behind this hotel. It is, it was considered a home away from home for, like, a ton of the literary greats, including Tennessee Williams, William Faulkner, and Ernest Hemingway. Interesting. Yeah, they were all frequent guests, and they all wrote about it in their work or were inspired about it in one way or another. Have you seen the movie Double Jeopardy with, um, what's her name? Ashley Judd? 90s movie? No. Okay. It's one of my fucking all-time favorite movies. It so must suck. Her husband is like this rich like artist dude or like gallery guy, but he's also like a piece of shit. And he like fakes his own death and frames her for murdering him. She goes to prison, but she gets out and she finds out he's still alive. And she can't be tried for it twice because of Double Jeopardy. <gasps> Interesting. So she goes after him. This movie, the Hotel Monteleone, was like the movie was filmed part of it in this hotel. And oh, okay. I loved that movie. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts about it. That's actually the reason I wanted to see the hotel the first time I went to New Orleans. You should see this movie. It's good. Okay. It's a lot of fun. I'll add that to my list. Yeah. Yeah. And you're never going to watch it, but it's fine. Probably not. I just <laughs> lied straight to your face. It's okay. Yeah. All I need to know is that you uh, love me enough to tell me you'll do it, even if it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> so. With the hotel being over 100 years old, guests are reporting seeing stuff pretty frequently. It boasts like an impressive 600 guest rooms. That's a fuck ton. That is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So it's like several floors. But um, none of the staff reports any like angry or hostile type ghosts. They're okay. just kind of like interesting or fun. And there's some really fun spooky stories. They just want to party. One. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. You're not going to like them. <laughs> No. I tell you some of them. Okay. <laughs> but it's only because it would scare you. Not okay, it's fair like, enough. You know, let's hear it. In 2003, the International Society of Paranormal Research visited the Hotel Monteleon, where they conducted an overnight investigation. One night. <laughs> but apparently they gleaned a lot from this. So the investigation team discovered that over a dozen separate entities haunt different areas throughout the hotel. 
The team reports that some of the ghosts are previous hotel employees and some are guests who died in the hotel and their spirits just never left. Can I just say, Mm -hmm. if I died where I worked or like (laughs) if I had to like haunt where I worked, I'd be fucking pissed. That is miserable, isn't it? I used to always say like when I worked in the building that shall not be named. Yeah. That uh, I would like always tell my friends like. If I die in here, drag my body yeah. to the parking lot do before not, I take my last breath. Do not let this be the place no. I take my last breath. No. If that building is where I had to like wander the halls. Oh my God. It would Imagine. be so sad. And you wouldn't scare anyone because no one's looking at anything but their feet anyway. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't even be fun. No, it wouldn't be. Oh, miserable. Yeah. Thank God that didn't happen. No, but there was, um, I, I've had, um, I've talked to people that like ran the cameras in there. And they've seen some um, like shadows or like people to the point that they've gone out and checked when it was like middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, And when that's so spooky. And this is not a place where anyone can just wander middle of the night. No. It's very high security. Very high security. Yeah. Wow. I have some stories with those. Oh, we should do one on that someday. Maybe maybe it'll be like our next place. I was going to say, maybe when we do our next, um, we were thinking about doing quarterly personal stories. Personal Mm -hmm. stories. We have more. This one's kind of like second account, but. Yeah. yeah. Second hand. Yeah, second account. Didn't make the first cut story. <laughs> no. I'm just making shit up now. You know, it's funny after we li- I listened to that episode, I realized like there's so many I left out that would have been good. Oh, that, same. Because there's just so fucking many. How do there's you keep so up many. with them? You know? uh, yeah. We'll do it though. That's yeah. going to be great. I can't wait to hear some of those. That's fun. So in conclusion, I feel bad for these ghosts. Yeah. I wouldn't. And especially because as you'll find out, they're all like, some of them are like bus boys or like waiters. Oh, like, get no. the fuck out of here, dude. Find somewhere else to haunt, you know? Go Unless be free. It's, like, it's a cool place, though. You I know? guess. I don't know. Seems kind of fucked. Yeah. Like, what's holding them there? Speaking of bus boys, the door between the restaurant and the lobby of the hotel often opens and closes of its own accord. Weird. Yeah. Okay. And it's strange because that door always remains locked and it's operated by a push button oh, on the shit. wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, Isn't that that's name? even more. Well, almost said weirder. <laughs> I like to say. Weirder's fine. Weirder, that's yeah. no word. Yes, it is. More weird. Weirder's fine. Is it? Yeah, they're both right. Okay. You're looking at me like I'm crazy, but I'm telling you, it's right. <laughs> no, it's not important. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, the research team came to the conclusion that two ghosts are responsible for the opening and closing of the door. Okay. One was a previous chef of the hotel's restaurant and the other was a waiter or a bus boy. And you, I can just imagine them like fighting over, no, I'm going to open it. No, I'm going to open it next. You know, like this is all they do fucking all day. This sounds awful. I know. Yeah. It's kind of funny though. Another ghost. You know what? What? You know why they, <laughs> I, you know what? <laughs> and maybe the two of them are stuck because they were actually lovers. <gasps> oh my God. They had a tryst. Yeah. And now they're just there forever fighting yeah. over who gets to open the door. Yep. Oh, me cute. All right. And that is where we end. <laughs> One of my friends texted me after she listened to our recent episode and she was like, I could take a shot every time you said meet cute. It was amazing. It was like, fucking I know. awful. It was hilarious. Every time so I just that. cringed. I was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> that was the goal. Perfect. Success. Mission accomplished. Okay. So after mm-hmm. the two lovers open doors. Yeah. This is another ghost. We're on to another story oh. in the same hotel. Okay. <laughs> So the investigators also discovered the ghost of a little boy named Maurice Beger. Oh. French. All this shit's French. It also sounded like you had a dick in your mouth when he said it. Beger. It was very. It's the French Oof. R. That's how oh. you say it. Yeah. Um. So he apparently died at the age of three sometime in the oh, 1800s. Oh, that's so it's, sad. It is sad. It's a sad story. 
So his parents were frequent guests of the hotel, and they often left their son at the hotel with his nanny while they ventured to the French Opera House over on Bourbon Street. So they'd go stay at the hotel, but then they'd go out for the night and the boy would stay with his nanny. Okay. One night while they were gone, Maurice became gravely ill. And what's crazy is that even in the 1800s, you could just like suddenly get a fever and you're dead in 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So his temperature spiked and he began to have seizures. Oh, no. I know. When his parents returned to the hotel, they were understandably horrified to find that their young son had passed away so suddenly. And the boy's mother, Josephine, demanded that her husband bring her back to the hotel every year so that she could try to connect with the spirit of her dead son. Isn't that sad? That's so heartbreaking. I know. But it's not all bad. It doesn't end there. Okay. Because it took a few years, but eventually she did make contact with him. That's wonderful, I guess, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's all tragic, but yeah. at, least, at least she feels some sort of like, you know. Kind of closure. Not, right. So she awoke one night to find her son had appeared to her in the night. When she hugged him tightly, the boy comforted her by saying, Mommy, don't cry. I'm fine. And he was like hugging her. I That's know. so sweet. And his spirit continues to wander the halls of the 14th floor of this hotel where guests regularly report hearing disembodied laughter from a small child. Weird. Or seeing the apparition of a little boy tottering past them, which I think is Whoa. kind of adorable. Oh, If it's like laughing and stuff, like I don't know if I would really be scared. I, I would be. Yeah, well, you would be, but you're scared of like a light switch flicking on. Yes, (laughs) yes. But we've talked about it literally in the last episode. So tune in. But um, the sometimes demonic, uh, demonic uh, presence can be a child. But I feel like those ones are like extra creepy. Not like I'm having fun walking by. They're like, come talk to me in this dark closet. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe maybe. they're like, I'm walking by and ha 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 ha. And then you're like, oh, it's just a little kid. And then it's like, stab. Yeah. And I'm going to eat your soul from the house. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do for sure. Yeah. So poor little Maurice Beger is not the only ghost to haunt the 14th floor. Oh, no. Of the Hotel Montalillo. Yeah. Not even just the only ghost, but the only, not even the only child ghost. Oh. Mm -hmm. This is the story I really like. Okay. So another couple who visited the hotel tells a fun story about the spirit they encountered during their stay. After a particularly fun night out, they had hopped into the elevator to head to their room. But once the door shut, they got a little bit frisky. And And they made love. I was going to say fucked, but yeah. I don't even know if they fully did that, but you know. Just the tip. Yeah, just the tip for sure. So they didn't notice when the elevator stopped on the wrong floor. It stopped. Yeah. On floor 14, which is not their floor. But they exited the elevator, still not realizing because they're like, "Ah, I got to get to our room so we can put in more than just the tip. Ah, yeah. But they immediately noticed that the air around them was like frigid cold when they got off. And all of a sudden (laughs) when they got off. (laughs) Sorry. And all of a sudden he was like, it's not the real size. It's just it's cold in here, darling. (laughs) I'm a shower, not a a grower, not a shower. What is it? Grower, not a shower. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. Okay, so and their prior passion began to shift into something very different. As they continued down the hall, they began to hear childlike laughter. Once they had rounded the bend in the corridor, they saw the apparitions of children playing in the middle of the hallway. These kids were not wearing present-day clothing, but instead something from a totally different period in time. Before the couple could run back to the elevator, they watched as one by one, each child just vanished from sight. Woo. I would freak out. Paranormal investigators have discovered that the ghost, one of the ghosts, is a 10-year-old boy who actually died at a later age, 
but he likes to return to the hotel as a young boy so that he can play with the other spirits of children in the hotel. Which sounds a little convoluted. It actually sounds really creepy. Yeah. It sounds like he's a pedophile. It really does. Yeah. I don't think I like this story. I don't <laughs> I don't think I thought that far into it when I was reading it <laughs> the first time. I think I thought I would freak out if I saw children starting to like just stop having fun, look at me, and then just disappear. I mean, yeah, but I, yeah. specifically with this, like what that's like a pedophile's wet dream. Yeah. Like, it how is. do I make Go, myself oh, look gross. and sit in with them so they just You're actually, right. like, accept me mm-hmm. versus, like, the creepy guy with the mustache going, play with me. Yeah. It's all nasty. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. gross. Wait, wait well, bring us I down. I don't know if he died as, as an adult. It just said at a later age. So maybe he was, like, a teenager. But still, it's still weird. creepy. But maybe also he, like, has fond memories of childhood there or something. And he, like, that's, spirits are not the same as humans. You know? Our brains don't work. The way spirits function. I, I don't agree with the story. <laughs> I don't support this ghost. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> okay. So I don't have any other stories of the Hotel Monteleon that I wrote down. There are plenty out there. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Even again, going to the reviews of the hotel, you're, you'll find. I feel a like plethora. I'm going to. You should. It's a yeah. lot of fun. The next hotel in New Orleans I'm going to talk about is the French Market Inn. Oh, I can pronounce this one. Yeah. This is where I stayed my first time visiting there, and I loved it. Okay. Again, it was when I was searching for the creepiest place I could find to stay. Great. And this is not normal, by the way. It's normal for some people. Not you. I don't know. You might do it. I mean, I'm going to. Yeah. So you're going to come home with bruises. (laughs) Not from the ghosts. From from your reaction to like a glass tipping over on accident. Yeah, it's not going to go well. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of fun. So... The style of this hotel is like a lavish mix of like Parisian glam and like classic New Orleans architecture. It's really cool. But the lobby is like very small. It's a much smaller hotel than the other one we just talked about. It's like very quaint, but very, very cute. Many of the guest rooms still have like the original exposed brick walls on the interior. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because they were just like kept a lot of the natural or the original finishes and stuff. It's actually really a lot easier to clean blood off of those two (laughs) regular walls. Sure it is. So the French Market Inn was originally built sometime in the 1800s, constructed for a couple of royals, the Baron and Baroness of Pontalba. Don't know who they are. Don't give a fuck. It just sounds made up. The thing I like about this stuff is that it was lots of these places were not originally hotels. They were like homes for like rich people. Right. They're they're And they're so fucking cool because there are tons of fucking rooms. Like, what are you doing with all these rooms? There's two of you. There's there's always like those mansions mm-hmm. that you hear about. They're like it's eight bedrooms and then there's thirty six bathrooms. Yeah, why? How many people are taking a shit at the same time? <laughs> I know. I never understand that. It's so weird. It is very strange. Yeah, and they're like we we sleep in the west wing and like none of the rest of the house is used. Like that's it. Right. So weird. The inn features a private courtyard with an ornate fountain, a small little plunge pool, and a few tables and lounge chairs. It's really cute. It's like tucked back in. So. The whole front of the city is just like building facade enters entrances, mm-hmm. you know, and then inside this hotel, you go in and you're in between like nestled all these other buildings, but inside and there's like sky over it. So it's like pools out there. It's like a, oh, it's cool. really cool. Yeah. So there's only 126 guest rooms at this hotel, including several suites only. That's quite a lot still, but yeah. it's smaller compared to some of the others. Though there is not a whole lot of information available about the history of the hotel itself. Again, 
A quick search on TripAdvisor reveals lots of people's encounters with entities at this hotel. This is why I chose this one to stay at originally. When I stayed here with Dr. Daddy, we experienced a few weird things, but nothing like crazy. We experienced like uh, lights flickering in the bathroom or of our room and the water turning on and off by itself a couple of times, which is creepy, but it's not like the worst thing, you know? I don't remember anything like super specific beyond that. Okay. Other guests report seeing the lights flicker as well and the water turning on and off. And they also report like feeling pockets of cold air, which is weird a lot, you know? Um, And some others report hearing odd displaced noises and voices during their stay. And one particular mentioned seeing a strange mist in the hotel, in the hotel elevator. (laughs) Yeah, not the hotel, like a mist like figure in in the elevator, which is weird. Uh, one guest said that she and her boyfriend were visiting the hotel and they ordered a bottle of champagne to be delivered to their room. When they went to bed that night, they had left the half empty bottle sitting on a small table in their room. But when the woman woke up in the night, she went in the bathroom and found that the bottle was turned completely upside down <gasps> in a sink. When I'm picturing is like balancing on the yeah. nose, whatever, yeah. spout of the bottle, whatever. Um, and she was pissed at first thinking her boyfriend like dumped it out. But like also it's just like sitting there, which is weird. And then in the morning, they both got really freaked out when they realized neither of them did that. It moved into the room on bathroom on its own and it's just sitting upside down in the sink, which is strange. So I have multiple things to say. Yeah, please. It's like one thing for a ghost to kind of like <laughs> fuck with you, but it's another to pour perfectly good champagne down the drain. Like How now we're going to fucking fight. That fucking ghost do such a I thing. I know. What a bitch. Yeah. Um, maybe it was not great champagne. Maybe they're offended. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's just kind of a pissy thing to do, period. Yeah. But I guess maybe this could also kind of show you maybe the time frame yeah. that this ghost was coming from when it's maybe not proper. It's not proper or mm-hmm. alcohol was prohibited, which yeah. was a terrible time in American yes, history. Yes, it was. Obviously, that did not turn out well. No. Yeah. I don't know. I'd be pissed too. Yeah. Also, like, who's going to drink that like old ass champagne the next day, though, that's been sitting it's out the on principal. the principal. Yeah. It's the principle. <laughs> I, if I'm, <laughs> I would have drank that champagne in the morning. Okay. Let's be That's honest. One wasted mimosa. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Another guest tells her story. She says, second night I was at the French market Inn. I was woken up by the feeling of someone standing next to my side of the bed. I was laying on my stomach and I honestly kept my eyes closed because I really was not in the mood to deal with whatever it was. Like, I'm just too fucking pissed to deal with this ghost right now. Damn. Whatever or whoever it was grabbed my arm and I had to pull on my boyfriend to turn around like on the other side of her Mm -hmm. who at this point had his back facing me while we slept. So somebody grabbed her arm from like the other side. That experience lasted no more than one to two minutes. But let me tell you, it freaked me out. Second experience actually happened on our last night there. My boyfriend and I were set to leave at 3.30 a.m. to go to the airport. Terrible time. Yeah. Probably like 5 a.m. flight or something. This is on her. Yeah. I set my alarm for 3 a.m. sharp. As soon as I woke up to my alarm, I started feeling weird in this room. In the room. (laughs) And then she opened her eyes and it was a room full of ghosts just staring at her going like, what the fuck are you waking up for? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one. (laughs) I thought nothing of it and was messing with my phone. I hadn't turned on the lights yet. I suddenly heard something rustling on the ground. Now at this point, everything is packed except one small plastic bag that was flat on the ground and had two small items in it. All night, there was no sound coming from the bag. But at this point, around 3.30, it got louder. It sounded just like it would when someone is looking for something in it, like digging through it. Oh, weird. 
At first, it was just a quick rustle or two. But then I was trying to wake my boyfriend up and I told him, please turn on the light. Something is moving in that plastic bag. It was your vibrator. (laughs) Right? Two small devices (laughs) or whatever she said. (laughs) Then he thinks it's funny to say it's the ghost. Like he's making a joke about it. That's when the bag really started moving more. And I finally said out loud, stop. That is not funny. And I swear to God, it stopped right away. No more rustling of the plastic bag. Whoever it was that was messing around with us left and the room felt lighter. It wasn't a malicious presence, but someone was seriously having too much fun messing with me. And I mean, they just seem nosy. Like, get the yeah, fuck out of my get stuff. Out of my bag, weirdo. Those are my anal beads, not yours. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Why do you even want to touch someone else's anal beads, weird ass ghost? I'm just envisioning. She, maybe it was the way she described it. It's just like sex toys. Yeah. <laughs> She's a bag full of sex toys, just going crazy. <laughs> Which would also be kind of creepy, I guess. They all turn on at the same time. Yeah. Um, I remember reading a story about this hotel when before we stayed there. One of the reasons I chose it about a guy who stayed there and he saw like he woke up to see little kids at the foot of his bed like, oh, multiple times. Hell no. I couldn't find it. This. I know. I couldn't find it when I went back to look for it for this. I don't know where I found it originally. The hotel, it, it was a review. It was not like a, you know. Yeah. The hotel deleted that review. I bet you they did. Because they went, this is too far. No one will stay yeah. here except some freak named Catherine. <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> That's so funny. Yep. That was me. I'm the freak who stayed there because of that story. Ooh. I know. Um, And I just included this last little one because it ties back to our previous episodes. It's short. Oh, I can't wait. Another guest said, we saw a misty figure of a man in a top hat and a trench coat. (gasps) Shut the fuck up. And as we watched him walk through the courtyard, he disappeared. We asked the staff and they said he's seen quite often. Whoa. Yeah. So he's outside. He's no one's asleep. He's just walking through. But I do wonder. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Yeah. That snooty little asshole. Yeah, his dumbass hat. Yeah. That makes me think more. It's not that like, it's not the same ha- or same guy that we've it's spoken about. It's an echo about. ghost for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. But I just like the little reference. Oh, I do too. The coat. There are plenty other hotels in New Orleans that are haunted. A oh. thousand percent. But we're going to save those for when we go on our own little trips. <gasps> we're going to visit them ourselves and oh tell our own stories. Yeah. And now I'm moving on to Savannah. Okay. This is my last detour on this trip. The first hotel I'm going to talk about is the Marshall House. Ooh, I've heard some crazy stories from this one. Yep. I have stayed here personally with my mom. We have had some weird shit happen, and I'm excited to tell you about it. Okay. The Marshall House is located in the downtown historic district on Broughton Street in Savannah, Georgia. One of the oldest hotels in Savannah, the Marshall House was originally developed and used for housing in 1851 by a businesswoman named Mary Marshall. I loved that little tidbit. What kind of women's buying hotels back then? She, she is something. Yeah. Yeah. What a badass places. Right. Yeah. So it was a running resident. And then it fell apart three years later because <laughs> a woman ran it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is why we shouldn't teach women how to read. <laughs> JK. Did you know that? Um, fun fact. When bicycles like first started becoming a thing. They didn't want women riding bicycles. So they told like they started saying that like you could get like bicycle face. Oh, my God. And it was to deter women from like doing the things that men were doing. Oh, my God. And women didn't want to ruin like their faces. They didn't want to look ugly. Yeah, man. But in this case, 
Yeah. She was one badass woman. Um, yes, she was. She was a badass woman. This hotel was originally a residence for tenants, apartments, or it wasn't even like apartments. It was like housing. People could like rent rooms, I think, okay. you know, and that lasted until 1914. So it was a good 25 years. That's that's a good, it's, yeah, good, it's a good stretch, especially during a time where women weren't exactly um, equal. Yeah, no, we weren't. It also doubled as a hospital, like we talked about earlier, yeah. during the yellow fever epidemics in the mid 1800s. And again, as a union hospital during the final months of the Civil War. So I can't put my finger on why this place might be haunted. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely no soldier ghosts or dead people. In no. There, you know, and it doesn't sound fever. like anyone died in mm-hmm. a miserable way there. So, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to tell you some of the stuff the Fuck. staff told us about this place because <gasps> oh. it goes beyond that. Yeah, that's awesome. It's pretty fucked. The Marshall House was closed in 1957 for economic and structural reasons. And the second, third and fourth floors became abandoned. Again, breeding ground for ghosts, right? Yeah. The ground floor, however, remained open for retail use until 1998. In 1999, the Marshall House was fully restored. So they opened their doors once again, and it finally became the hotel that it is known as today. Okay. So many of the original fixtures were restored to their original condition. So it like is a very old world feel when you walk in there. Okay. And even though it's like been renovated, they they kept a lot of the structural stuff and just fixed it, you know, or That's repaired. really cool. It is cool. It is a well-known haunted establishment in Savannah and mentioned on pretty much any ghost tour you go on okay. when you visit the city. Oh, and it's been featured on the Travel Channel like several times for this sort of activity. Okay. Yeah. So there are many rumors and reports of paranormal activity in the hotel, including guests seeing ghosts in the hallways and foyers, hearing children running down the long, narrow halls late at night, faucets turning on by themselves, and much more. This is all easily located online. Or if you go to the hotel, they'll tell you about it. Or the ghost tours. A few years ago... My mom and I visited Savannah for a few days, and we had the pleasure of staying at the Marshall House. We had heard the stories from the staff about its hospital days, including that when people would have their limbs amputated, they would be buried under the floorboards in the main level of the, of the hotel. Wait, wait, wait. The limbs would be? Yes. And I possibly remember them telling me that dead soldiers would be buried under there as well. But I cannot guarantee that I remember that because I couldn't locate that information online. But I do remember Even it. Even the but limbs, though, brain, it's weird. It is weird. Limbs were for sure buried. And I'm pretty sure people were buried as well because they didn't have anywhere to put them. Like burn them. I don't know. I know. I, it has to be. There has to be a better option than this. <laughs> we have. We are notorious for doing things the wrong way. No. <laughs> you know. So. Oh, OK. So, so we have like fingers and feet. Body bits and in the floors. Cool. Yeah. OK. Possibly people. Lots of weird shit. Or like yeah. maybe it's people, the ghosts are like, give me my fucking leg back. You know what oh. I mean? I don't know. But we stayed on the fourth floor when we were there. And apparently this pl- the fourth floor is like a hotbed for paranormal activity. Ooh. Yeah. When we stayed there, it was during the off season. So the hotel was like not super full at all. It was like, you know, cold, colder weather or whatever. Which I find even creepier. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what, yeah, that's what made this story or our experience more compelling because we also knew there were no kids staying at the hotel oh. while we were there. Oh, no. If that gives you a little insight to what's to come. Um, and we know this for certain because we asked the staff the next morning after our experience and they confirmed that there were no children in the hotel. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I also did not see a, see a single other person in the hallway or at the check-in desk at, or any other time while we were coming coming and going until breakfast the following morning. Okay. 
So after we had gotten all checked in and settled into our room, my mom and I went out to like do a little shopping and get dinner, have drinks, whatever. We came back to our hotel. We watched TV for a while and then we went to bed. We were sharing a big, big king size bed. I think we went to sleep probably around like 11 or 1130. Okay. We were woken up by some noises in the hallway, like a few hours later. And both of us woke up and, but like, we weren't sure if the other one was awake. And my mom kind of like nudged me with her foot. Are you awake? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, of course I'm fucking awake. Like we hear something. It's weird. First I thought maybe it was like a bumbling drunk person. Like I couldn't yeah. place the sound, you know, but then it just like stopped. And my mom's like, go look, go check. I'm like, fuck no, you fucking go check. But of course you're not going to check, you know? And at this point, like we're both just kind of like listening, like, is somebody going to like do something fucked up in the hallway right now? But again, like we wasn't busy. So it was weird. And okay. it, it was late, right? Probably like two or three in the morning. Ooh, three yeah. in the morning. I think it might've been actually three in the morning. So I can't explain why at this point, but like, as we're listening, we both get this like icky, icky feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. And don't know why nothing else has happened yet at this point. Just, we heard the thing that woke us up, but we're both like silently laying there just like kind of whatever, you know? So the next thing I know, we hear what sounds like a billiard ball, you know, like from a pool table yeah. drop to the floor <gasps> and roll down the hallway. And then it's immediately followed by laughter of like two little girls running after it. Children like you, you know, it's children laughter when you what hear it. the fuck. And then it just immediately stops. And the weirdest part about this is that our room was like near the end at like pretty much the end of the hallway. And the end was like a window and it was going the direction towards the window. There was nowhere for it to go. It didn't pass yeah. back the other way. You know, it just and, like, yeah. went. it was very strange. So like we both just kind of laid there for a while. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, are there, there's no way these are kids. Even if there were guests of kids, like it's 3 a.m. Right. No little girls are going to be playing with a billiard ball where <laughs> there are no pool tables in this hotel by themselves. Right. That's so strange. It was really weird. So the next morning we were getting on the elevator to go down to breakfast and we stopped on the third floor and another couple got on the elevator with us. And my mom's doing the whole, like, I'm going to ask them thing. I'm like, don't ask them. Just leave them alone. You know? And she's like, no, I'm going to ask them. And so she asked them like if they heard anything and they described the exact same thing that we heard, but from above them rather (gasps) than outside their door. It was so weird. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. It was. And when we got downstairs again, we confirmed with the staff, there were no children. This is when we checked with them. Like, and they're like, oh no, no, this happens all the time. People hear this all the time. I want to know what these two little girls are like, and where'd they get that fucking pool ball from? What are you doing? Yeah. Being mischievous little naughties assholes down the hall. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. They're kids. It was weird. Or though. demons. I hope not. Ugh, I don't know though. I really don't know. Ugh. But it was creepy, but it was like again that controlled environment where it wasn't so scary that I like would never return there. I actually kind of want to go back and wonder if I hear it again. Oh, you God. know? Would that scare you, you think? Yes. Really? Like bad, bad? Have you met me? But like, it's little, I don't know. I mean, nothing, they didn't like do anything bad. They're just like, and I didn't see them. I just heard them, you know? I don't know. It was strange. I fully enjoyed it though. I'm sure you did. I did. (laughs) That is all I've got from my personal experience at the Marshall house. I do want to stay there again though. Cause I would love to. I do love Savannah. Mm -hmm. We're going to, it's on our list. We have to go there. They have a really good restaurant. (laughs) <laughs> it's called, <laughs> one really good restaurant. It's called Trailer Park. And it's really good. I actually haven't been there. I did not know about it, but the my favorite ones there are the little hole in the wall ones. The, like the little duck diner is great. Okay. So I even have a shirt from 
the trailer Ooh. park and it says what like what kind of food is it? Um it takes like trashy food and makes it fun. But the shirt says yeah, it's like hot um, dogs and burgers. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it, the shirt says um home is where you park it. And oh my I, god, I love that. Hilarious. That's so cute. But they turn like mimosas are like now like fruit punch and champagne. So like they do like a trashy twist to everything. Yeah, that sounds a lot but of fun. The food fun. is fucking delicious. <gasps> oh, we, we really have to good. go there when we visit for sure. Yeah. That sounds great though. Yeah. I love their weird little restaurants. So we restaurants. can we can eat there. And then go sit at the Marshall House so I can puke up everything I ate. <laughs> we will eat there the next day. <laughs> so scared. <laughs> it's going to be fun. And you know what the best part about this trip is? We are going to spend most of the time in the hotel rooms. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Okay. Like half. 50%. I think that's fair. 25. I will not. You can go out for the <laughs> other 75. I will be in the hotel room <laughs> while you go get the stuff See or later. whatever. I want to go do the shopping and the food, but like, I don't, I don't like going to like bars and stuff at nighttime there anymore. I'm just like too tired. I just want to lay down and watch TV. <laughs> I'm just too tired. You know, because I'm like 50 now. But. I know. The last hotel on my list I'm going to talk about is the Planters Inn, which is also in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. I've stayed there one time. I did not experience anything paranormal during my stay, but I was only there for one night. Okay. But other guests have had some very fun experiences here. One guest in particular says about the hotel, we stayed at the historic Planters Inn on Reynolds Square for a night over July 4th weekend. It was a lovely place and the staff was very helpful and showed us old fashioned Southern hospitality. These people are not from the South. They would never say that. (laughs) No. The room was very pretty and the bathroom clean and modern. They have upgraded a lot of the stuff there, which I will say. Not like the shitty Chateau. (laughs) That's right. Crusty ass bathrooms. (laughs) Yeah. We were told that the inn had long ago been a high-class brothel. Whoa. This is why I chose this story. That's right. How fun. Yeah. Kind of gross, but how fun. I'm into it. How much venereal disease is on those walls? Oh, so much. You lick it and you're like... <laughs> you're just dead in two seconds. You have like gonorrhea. The clat. <laughs> okay, so it was a brothel and that it was haunted by the ghosts of the ladies of the evening, quote unquote, Ooh. and their happy and unhappy customers. So question... Yeah. Did you read any reviews where like someone wakes up and it's just like, like, I think my dick was getting sucked when no one was there. (laughs) I will be returning. (laughs) Two thumbs up. Yeah, exactly. I would love to hear a story of a ghost giving head. I would die. There, it's called spectrophilia when people fuck ghosts. Oh, we'll have to do an episode on that. I have heard Mm -hmm. about that. That um, but I've also heard that when. When people have had these experiences, it's usually with like almost like a demon. Like, yeah, like a starts, succu- yes. succubus or whatever. Yeah, like it starts mm-hmm. off with like someone like like a hot woman and then it turns into and they're like paralyzed. So it's almost like Ooh, it's least, like sleep paralysis, dick sucking. Yeah. Sounds, and then they're like know. frozen and then like in the middle of kind of being yeah. i don't know then like the real like <gasps> face comes out and it's like Ooh, demonic and gross. old and crusty and, and old it's just like a nasty old yeah. lady it's just kate on you <laughs> dickhead <laughs> god imagine getting your dick sucked by a ghost yeah and then like you don't get to finish because it's just gone like right before so i think that that might be the scariest it. part now that the woman the hot woman yeah. turns into like this like the blue balls old lady it's the blue balls <laughs> yeah. where he's like well i I'm not going to finish myself. Yeah. What is this bullshit? Get the fuck back over yeah. here. I don't care about your face. Just finish. No, and now that you're old, yeah. you don't have teeth. Yeah. Get it to should, it. Exactly. It should be very little work for you. Minimal work. Yeah. That's so funny. So in this brothel. Oh, I forgot what we're talking about. 
So reportedly, phantom cigar smoke can be smelled wafting through the rooms at times, even though, of course, all the rooms are non-smoking. I was taking a shower. This is the story from the lady, not me. Oh. (laughs) I was taking a shower, and when I tried to open the glass door to get it, to get out, (laughs) it would not (laughs) To get... So when I tried to get out of the shower, I could not get the glass door to budge. I finally had to call for my husband, who had no problem opening the door. He laughed at me, but I swear... I swear it was as though someone or something was pushing the door from the other side. Weird. You know what was happening, right? Yeah. The ghost was like pushing it to lock her in so she could go finish her husband off. Oh my God. That dirty of the night. Mm -hmm. She's like, I am getting my 25 cents tonight. I was told sometimes the in-house spirits play little tricks like this. As we were packing up to leave, we both smelled cigar smoke and there were ashes or what looked like ashes in the sink. So it was a guy. Weird. Oh, that's cre- that took a turn. That's creepy now. Now it was it went from funny to like, ew. Yeah. he was like in the shower with you. Yeah. Something not good. Uh, I can't wait to stay there again. <laughs> she was she like, says. I did get off. So <laughs> I love that. The ghosts of old Savannah are at the planters Inn. If you are ghost hunters, you will find them there. That's how she ends her review. This is a a review, by the way. This is not like a random story somebody wrote, Hmm. which I always love the reviews because they're not getting anything for this. No. Like, in fact, it's kind of annoying to sit down and write a whole review sometimes. Yeah. Usually I don't do it unless I have something exceptional to write about. Same. If Mm -hmm. I'm writing a review, it's because they've like blown my socks off. Exactly. Yeah. But I liked that story because it is... I just, I want to see an old brothel. Honestly, that's what it comes down to. I think I'd rather, I don't know. Um, they wore funny, like fun dresses. Like, I don't know. It looks Wait, like really? Have you never seen like old movies, like where they like have brothels and stuff? That brothels was like a sex, like. It is. It's like a whorehouse. Yeah. But they used to dress like really like fun and frisky fancy. It, it still means that there's like bodily functions. Well, I don't want to have sex everywhere. in one. And I don't want to like a stay in one. I just want to see like a recreation of one. You know okay. Yeah, sure. Or like a haunted version of one. I'm down for it. Hmm. That's the end of my list, though. I have plenty of other hotels we'll talk about in the future, but, you know, we only have an hour and so. So So what's interesting is um, I was talking to my friend about this upcoming episode and she was like, oh, shit, I have a story. Yay. And I didn't know that you were going to talk about um, the planters in. Oh, it's from there. It Holy is. shit. That's great. I didn't know that either until right now. Yeah. So I'm going to read. Um, I asked her to like, just like write it down because I didn't want to fuck anything up. Yeah. So here we go. Yes. When we got married, we decided to go to Savannah, Georgia for our honeymoon. There was lots of historical sites and shopping and ghost tours. We found a great deal at the planters Inn for our stay. It was an older building that was really swanky swanky (laughs) it is she's right we got to our room and they had champagne a nice note and even super cozy robes for us my husband at the time joked around about the inn being haunted but little did we know that i had experienced some crazy shit while we were there the first night i was sleeping really well until i was woken up by voices in the room i thought that maybe it was someone in the hallway talking but the direction the voices were coming from it didn't sound like it was actually coming from the hall but this happened multiple times. Every time I've tried to go back to sleep, I'd hear it again. Ugh. The rest of the spooky shit that happened is kind of a blur as to when it happened, but this is what I remember. Shampoo bottles and soap would be randomly thrown around in the shower while we were sleeping. My husband's robe was hanging on a hanger before we went to bed one night, and then when we woke up the next morning, it was in a heap on the floor of the bathroom. 
I felt someone sitting on the edge of the bed one night, but when I opened my eyes, nothing was there. I heard voices talking, and sometimes it sounded like children almost nightly. One of the nights, I actually sat up and asked them to stop. (laughs) She got pissed. (laughs) Yeah. And then she heard what seemed like something fell in Mm -hmm. the bathroom. It oh stopped, god. but it seemed like something got mad, mad and just kind of like threw something threw in the bathroom. About it. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. One of the nights I was woken up by uh, the voices and it sounded like it was coming from the bathroom. And then I heard what sounded like someone running their fingers or fingernails across the wall oh. of our door as they walked down the hallway. Yuck. Needless to say, our honeymoon was an experience. That sounds like a great honeymoon. Ooh, what a story to have forever, though. Right? And I, yeah. what's funny is I didn't know you were bringing that up. Yeah. yeah. Lots of people have crazy shit happen there. That's what I love about these old cities. Yeah, there's so mm-hmm. much history that it's mm-hmm. hard to, like, not... Exactly. It's hard not to be haunted. Thank you, friend, for sharing that with us. Yeah, that totally. That is fantastic. What a great story. I love how, t- like, just mad little tantrum bitches they are throwing shit everywhere. <laughs> so funny it's so creepy i feel like it would piss me off in the moment but i'd love to have that story it would not piss me off are you kidding she would be like just too scared yes (laughs) i would probably be like i'm so sorry it's so funny yeah oh that's great well this kind of concludes our like creepy spooky october yeah so what are you giving us next week nothing (laughs) trash (laughs) trash (laughs) so next week we will be covering Edmund Kemper. Mm-hmm. He um, is a big motherfucker. Edmund Bumblebutt Kemper. <laughs> but he's um, just really interesting just because mm-hmm. of like his whole case is interesting. Yeah. He's a sociopath with mommy issues. Yes, he is. And I will give one spoiler away. One of his victims was his own mother. Yes, it was. It's a it's a really strange story, but yeah. I do think it's. It's interesting. He is a very interesting individual. Just his whole demeanor is so strange. It's very strange, but somehow he almost gets people to trust him. And he's very manipulative. And I Mm -hmm. think that that's, to me, the most fascinating part about him is how he like gains gains the trust of people so easily Well, because he's this like giant guy he's this big oafy giant guy who just has like this very calm and almost like inviting like I'm just a very soft, gentle giant yeah. sort I'm of just demeanor, a, like a teddy bear. And he is until he isn't. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's six nine. Mm-hmm. He's about, I think, three hundred pounds in yeah. his like glory days. Yeah. And yeah, so it's gonna be super interesting. Yeah. And um, yeah, tune in for next week. Yes, please do. It's gonna be fun. It'll be great. Hope you enjoyed this week. Yeah. Oh, and uh, follow us on Instagram at Sinister Junk Mail Podcast or Facebook or. Email us yeah, if you email have anything us. to say. It's sinister junk mail podcast at gmail.com. She's been rehearsing. That was perfect. I have. You know I just it. stare at myself in the mirror on the daily and I'm like, <laughs> you can do this. You got this. Do it right. You Don't got this, bitch. Up. Come on. <laughs> Hype myself yes, up. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. I, I even have like my own like theme music. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, oh. we hope you guys have a great Halloween. Happy yep. Halloween. Happy Halloween. We will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.